Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday on this program. You know what that means. We have got the NXT show to talk about from Tuesday. We actually talked a lot about it yesterday, but I didn't go segment by segment. So if you've got stuff you want to talk about from NXT, you're welcome to do that here today on the show. We've also got a lot of news in the next segment. We'll open up with thoughts on the death of Melissa Coates, who passed away at the age of 50 after suffering a lot of different health issues over the past couple of years, including having to have a leg amputated. And uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. I want to get Mike Sempervivi's thoughts as well. But in addition to that, today we've got updates on John Cena. He was on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon talking about the... Potential return to WWE, which in fact is not a potential return. I would say, uh, unless something goes wrong, there's a 99% chance that you see John Cena within the next 30 days. So we'll talk about that and uh, his explanation for what he's wanted to do and why he hasn't done it and that sort of thing. We've also got updates on AEW. They've got a show coming up Saturday, not Friday this week, Saturday, and obviously we got a big match there with the Jungle Boy getting a shot at Kenny Omega's AEW Championship. We got three other matches announced as well, and I'm sure more to be announced here very, very soon. We have NXT ratings from Tuesday night. We have the return of Yuka Sakazaki to AEW. We have an amazing quote from a new WWE writer, which actually is not amazing if you listen to this or pretty much any other wrestling show, but... To hear somebody say it is, in fact, amazing to me. So we'll talk about that and so much more. If you'd like to text us here today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Elber is on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Just as well to keep it. Get some game in store. You're with me now. We'll be again. Other points in between. Living right is easy. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So if we have a uh, delay on the video, everybody, I'll uh, fix it after the next break right here. I apparently was looking in the chat, and we've got a uh, delay between the audio and video. So I will fix that momentarily, but we'll get through this segment here first. We've got a lot to get into today, and unfortunately, we got open with uh, sad news. The death of Melissa Coates, 50 years old. I first heard of Melissa in the uh, late 90s, because back then... I was uh, heavy into working out and wrestling and 
I would always go to the store and I would buy all of the wrestling, the bodybuilding magazines and the wrestling magazines. And uh, the bodybuilding magazines would always have all of these different features and they'd have the photo shoots with the women and you'd hear about the women bodybuilders and fitness competitors. That's why I first heard about Trish Stratus and uh, Melissa Coates was always in these magazines. So to this day, every time that I have ever heard the name Melissa Coates in wrestling, I can only... I can only remember her from her time in bodybuilding. She uh, worked for some of the WWE developmental territories after she got into wrestling. Uh, she was only on WWE TV, I believe, one time. And that was a deal where Chris Masters was doing the Master Lock Challenge. And uh, one day there was a female fan in the crowd. And the female fan ended up being Melissa. And uh, she was unable to, uh, to break the master lock but i think this was like 2005 2006 but that was the uh that was the first time uh that i had ever that she'd ever worked for wwe tv but she'd worked for the developmental territory she worked for deep south wrestling and uh she'd also done for a while extreme dodgeball on the game show network this was actually before she got into wrestling originally she wanted to uh play tennis and she started working out to help her tennis game, and she did okay in tennis, but then she fell in love with working out, and then after the uh, bodybuilding career, she got into pro wrestling, and some people remember her best from Extreme Dodgeball, and uh, other people remember her best, like I do, from bodybuilding, and some people, if you were a fan of uh, pro wrestling and saw her doing indie dates, uh, she was the super genie, the manager of Sabu for many years in the uh, 2010s and I think earlier as well. I'd seen her and Sabu together at Cauliflower Alley. So last year, uh, she was suffering from extreme pain in one of her legs. And she went to the doctor and they said, you've got blood clots and it's bad. And essentially, she was given two choices. You can either die... Or we've got to amputate your leg. And she chose the leg amputation, and so she lost her leg. And there was a uh, GoFundMe that had been put together that actually I first heard about it yesterday after she passed away. But uh, they'd raised, I think, tens of thousands of dollars for her through the GoFundMe. And she was uh, trying to work with, like, a uh, prosthetic leg or something. There was, I can't remember all of the details, but... I mean, she was, she was, she had done some tweet about how she had been in a dark place, but she was now coming out of it, and all of her recent tweets had been positive, and she texted people, and it was all positive, and then all of a sudden, boom, out of nowhere, we found out that she had passed away, and there was a, a tweet uh, from one of her close friends that uh, stated that it was due to a heart attack. I don't know anything more than that. But a a terrible story. Feel horrible for Sabu because they've been living together forever. And uh, just best wishes to him, her family, her friends. Terrible story. The death of Melissa Coates, 50 years old, apparently as a result of a heart attack. Yeah, just so sad. Only 50 years old. And, and like you, I wasn't that big into the weightlifting and fitness magazines, but that's where I know her from. That's what I know her from. She and Tori Wilson, actually both, I knew about from those magazines before I ever knew about them in pro wrestling. And I, I was surprised to hear the Extreme Dodgeball show was so popular. I didn't even know it existed on the Game Show Network uh, back in the day, but... Uh, 
I do remember as part of OVW when she was there for a while. I think she was with Kenny Boland. I think they put her in charge of of security for Kenny Boland, which, again, you picture those two standing next to each other. It was certainly the visual. Uh, but uh, best to Sabu, best to her family, and just a, a, a tough situation to somebody else that's gone way, way too early. John Cena was on The Tonight Show yesterday, and he was asked about uh, coming back to WWE. Rumors, it was said, about coming back to WWE. And he said, the rumors are true. I will definitely be back to the WWE. I just don't know when, he claimed. Which, to me, is a way of saying that uh, I'll be back around July 16th, but we want it to be somewhat of a surprise. Uh, they talked about all of the upcoming films that he's got coming out, and he noted, as I've said before, once you do one of these things, the insurance does not let you go wrestle on the weekends. We will see what happens. So, obviously, I mean, I was told that uh, on the NXT show the other night, they had the uh, Carmelo Hayes-Adam Cole match, and Carmelo Hayes came out, and, and he mentioned... Uh, uh, ruthless aggression, and he slapped Adam Cole, and it was the exact same thing that John Cena did to uh, Kurt Angle back in, like, 2002 for Kurt Angle's debut. I was told the reason they did that was because it was the anniversary of John Cena debuting and doing that with Kurt Angle. I saw it as, my God, you watch Monday Night Raw, and it's like there's 8,000 John Cena, there's, there's uh, plugs for his movie, there's Clips of him wrestling. It's like the John Cena show on Monday. And then Tuesday comes, and we got another John Cena reference on the show. To me, it's like we're preparing the people for the return of John Cena. I was told it was just a coincidence. Whatever. July 16th, 18th, whatever it is, I would expect John Cena to make a huge return to television. Obviously setting up the match with, uh, I would presume, Roman Reigns. At, uh, at SummerSlam. I suppose they could do John Cena and Bobby Lashley. There's a million things that they could do. Uh, many things have been rumored, but uh, I would guess John Cena, Roman Reigns, and uh, that would be my presumption as to when the guy is going to return. I think they want you to know that he is coming back so you're prepared to go crazy, but they want to keep it somewhat of a surprise. I suppose this could all change and they could just start advertising next week, but that's my guess as to what's going on. You think Cena gets hit with any booze from those people that would call him, as they're calling him in the chat, John China? You think anybody gives the booze to John Cena coming back, or you think they'll just be so happy to see a big star coming back? That they I would bet wildly? there will be no booze for John Cena. I could be wrong, but... Uh... I mean, if they boo him, they're going to boo him because that was the old school gimmick. But I don't think it has anything to do with his his uh, his apology to China from a little while ago. I mean, if they, they really hate the Fast and the Furious franchise, I I don't think we're going to get anything like that. He's going to come back. The people are going to go nuts. Uh, you got to remember one thing too: if this guy is going to feud with Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania was booed out of the building. And going into WrestleMania, there were people that were like, I wonder how, how Roman Reigns is going to be, what kind of response he's going to get, because he's a heel, but, I mean, he's destroyed everybody, and he's been pushed as a megastar. I mean, maybe the guy will get cheered. Didn't happen. They went to WrestleMania, and that dude was vociferously booed. So I would expect that if he's feuding with John Cena, they haven't seen John Cena forever, 
He's coming back. I would expect John Cena will get a, a huge babyface reaction. Although I have been wrong before. But very rarely, rarely, rarely have, you, be, have I been wrong. No. I don't know if you guys are aware of that or not. So uh, as far as other news, we can get into more after the break. As noted, if you want to text us, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at SemperVivi. We're going to talk some more news, and we'll also do a lot of uh, feedback here today. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but yesterday, uh, NXT, 665,000 viewers, down 4.3% from last week. This was the follow-up to the return of Samoa Joe. They did have a massive... Uh, NBA game on the other channel, so I wouldn't read too much into it, but we can talk more ratings and more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 
That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot to get into here today. As noted, if you want to text us, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. We'll take some phone calls when we come back from the break. As far as uh, other news today, can I get this thing working? Welcome to my life. Hey, did you notice I got a mic stand? You did. How'd that happen? Well, so uh, yesterday I tried to go to the music store in Cannon Beach, and there it was out of business. And yeah. so uh, yesterday we went to uh, Seaside, and I Googled a music store, and sure enough, there was one in Seaside. And so I go to the music store, and uh, I go inside, and it's just like a, it's just like a building with stuff in it it is not what you would expect from a music store but they got some guitars on the wall and they got some whatevers and so i walked in i said shop i said listen all i need is a mic stand you got a mic stand lady goes i don't know let me look around and so she goes over to the wall and she's looking around and it's not looking good and then all of a sudden she goes oh yeah i got one right here and she grabs the little mic stand and she looks at me she goes how about 10 bucks i was like 10 dollars wait a second I thought, is this the only music store? And then I realized it was the only music store in town. So I paid $10, and I got the mic clip, and away we go. That's not a music store. That's a thrift store. It's no, it was a shop. music store. It was a br- Everything was new. It wasn't a pawn shop. Do you have a mic stand? I don't know. Hold on. Let's check the wall. No, I asked need- for it. Well, yeah, she did, but she had it on the wall in the package. It was all new stuff. What was it sitting next to? A bunch of other stuff in a little in little bags. There was probably like, you know, uh, that thing you use on the guitar, the pick. The pick. There's all sorts of stuff. Anything else in little bags? But anyway, two new matches have been announced for this week's special Saturday edition of Dynamite. We have got Dante Martin versus Matt Seidel, which they did on AW Dark, and apparently it was a uh, fantastic match. And also, obviously, Kenny Omega. And Jungle Boy for the AEW title. We have The Bunny versus Chris Statlander. And Orange Cassidy and The Blade are going to be out there as corner people. So something's going to happen there. And then we have the... What's the last one? Powerhouse Hobbs and Hangman Page. This is going to be their uh, their final uh, weird preemption. And then the week after that, they go back to Wednesdays. So Wednesday, June 30th, will be the next show at Daly's Place. And then on July 7th, they will be on the road for Road Rager. That'll be the first road show, July 7th in Miami. So that's the update on AEW. And as I mentioned, like the uh, the AEW uh, number on Friday was actually not bad at all. And part of that was the cage fight, the MMA cage fight. But I think part of that was also that 
whenever you move times and dates, uh, some fans find it immediately. And uh, some fans, they it's not like they don't know that it's there, but it's not a habit. And so they, they don't watch it at a specific new time. So it seems like three weeks in, they finally got some people to remember, hey, the show's on Friday at 10. Let's watch it live instead of on DVR this week. And then as soon as that happens, now they're moving to Saturday. So I do not expect a, a great number on Saturday night. I could be wrong. Uh, but after that, they'll be back to Wednesdays. I think the first Wednesday back is going to do pretty good. I do not expect it to be a giant number. But I think that a couple of weeks into returning to Wednesdays, they will be back doing 800, 900, occasionally a million, depending on the lineup. So uh, that's my prediction. Yeah, I think consistency is key there. And I think it's just going to take some time. Because same way, you know, they jump back on Wednesday. The number's not going to be what it was, you know, after a couple weeks into that. So, again, it, it may take some time. I don't think this... You know, spells anything about the the second show. I know people freak out about the Friday number, but we'll see what happens when it comes time to actually put that show on, and they are hyping it across you know Turner Network Television and, and pushing it as far as Friday ten o'clock goes. Um, they haven't been doing that with with Dynamite, but there's going to be a whole blitz before that show comes on in the fall. So I don't think one's got to do with the other, and I, I think. Both NXT and AEW, anybody that wants to poke fun at either one of their numbers this week or, you know, what's been taking place, you know, let's see it a little bit more after the playoffs end because the NBA has been brutal for everybody when you get out there. We got a a million text messages, and many of them have to do with uh, NXT. So I do want to address some of those. So last night on Observer Radio, I was talking about factions. And uh, this person here says, after listening to Observer Radio, I felt compelled to text about factions. I don't think that there can be too many factions, because if wrestling were real, you'd be crazy not to have a group of friends for backup if need be. Everyone in New Japan is a part of a group. Even in high school, everybody is in a faction. All right, let me make this clear, and for those who don't know or didn't listen to the show last night, my issue is not that there are a million factions in NXT. I don't mind that there's a million factions in AEW. I don't mind that there's a million factions in New Japan. If you want to do the deal where everybody in your promotion is part of a faction, that's fine. My point on the show last night was that there are eight factions, and I consider a faction two or uh, three pr- people or more. Somebody actually texted me this last night. I can uh, find out who originally sent me the message. But uh, there are eight factions of three or more people in NXT at this moment. And every single faction is heels. There is not one babyface faction in all of NXT. They're all heels. I actually have a uh, list, if I can uh, find it here. I can read you every single faction that they've got. One of the factions, I guess you could you could say that there's only seven, because one of them is um, Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, but Danny Burch is injured, so technically there's only two people, but it is a faction, which is one of the guys is injured. So this is the list of all of the factions in NXT right now. The Way, heels. Diamond Mine, heels. Hit Row, heels. Legato Del Fantasma, heels. Tian Shaw, heels. Imperium, heels. Robert Stone Brand, heels. 
and uh, whatever uh, Pete Dunne's uh, faction. They're also heels. This person here claims that Hit Row are baby faces. I don't think they're baby faces. Swerve has been a heel for months now. So, I mean, they may be cheered because they destroyed Everrise in a squash match, but I'm pretty sure that that is a, is a heel faction. So it's not that there are factions. It's that where are the babyface factions? The guy mentioned heels and how it would be foolish not to have friends in high school. Well, none of these babyfaces have friends. There are no babyface factions. There you go. Well, I don't think you need to have a babyface faction for the the good guys to be kind of working in tandem with each other. You know what I mean? You don't have to have a faction, but you do need to have friends, and that's the biggest problem. Is somebody gets attacked, nobody runs out to help them. Somebody's attacked in the back, nobody is back there to help them. Where are all of these people when these types of things happen? So, again, I don't think it's necessarily that you need to have baby face units you have baby face tag teams you know msk and bronson reed can be you know unofficial friends you know but have msk run to bronson reed's defense every once in a while if he gets laid out backstage or something like that so i think you can do that without actually having to have three and four and five person factions and this person says, so did Johnny Gargano make a silent babyface turn on NXT this week? I surely hope that's not the case. So, I, I listen, I don't know. But what I think is going on is they have got the Great American Bash coming up in two weeks. And, like, it came out of nowhere, which it didn't, but it always seems like it does sometimes when I watch these, these different uh, WWE uh, brands. They've got a great American Bash coming up, and it's like, okay, well, who's going to challenge Karrion Cross for the title? Well, let's see. We just did a five-way, and we just beat everybody. Who do we have? Well, uh, no one. Let's just do Johnny Gargano. So I guess Johnny Gargano is probably going to get the shot in two weeks, and the match is going to work out better if Johnny Gargano is a babyface. So what I believe is happening is that Johnny Gargano is a heel. The way is a heel faction. But the angles they shoot to set up the match with Karrion Cross, Gargano is going to be a babyface. Because he worked as a babyface on Tuesday. He got a hot tag. Everybody went crazy for him. And then Karrion Cross beat him up after the match. So I think that it's a heel faction and he is a heel. But for the purposes of the next two weeks, he's going to play babyface. So you, the viewer, will continue to be confused. But at least we'll have a match. And at least they can make the match work with him as a tiny babyface, as opposed to Johnny Gargano tiny heel against Karrion Cross large heel, which just is not going to work. So he was Johnny babyface for sure, you know, doing everything he could and hitting everything. He looked good. Uh, again, the segment worked great. If you, if for him as a good guy there, and for him as a possibility to face Karrion Cross, which. Just puts another name down on the side of people put in there with Karrion Cross who are far better workers with him that are designed to help get him over. At least that's my assumption here when it comes to Gargano and Cross. But just another name, and once he goes through, Johnny, then what do you do with Karrion Cross? What we do is go to a break. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Sexy, sexy, pretty little thing. This paper pitching on me sprung with your tongue ring. And I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Cause your loving gets me high So to keep you by my side There's nothing that I won't try Butterflies in the eyes and the looks to kill Time is This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to take your uh, feedback here today. Probably some phone calls as well. Tim of the Year says, alongside eight heel factions, eight heel factions, I've also noticed this. The babyface heel balance for NXT in the singles department is yes, messed up beyond belief. There are only five singles male babyfaces 
on the entire NXT roster right now. Kyle O'Reilly, Bronson Reed, Kushida, Cameron Grimes, and Dexter Loomis. To be honest, you should not even count Grimes and Loomis. Grimes is a new babyface who's kind of acting like a heel half the time. And Loomis is a creep. That is three credible babyfaces on the entire roster. Well, if ever there was what they call a heel territory, that would be WWE. And they desperately need more babyfaces. And they need more good babyfaces. Not just somebody portrayed as a babyface, but like a good babyface. Well, they need stars. So star babyface is uh, something that's desperately needed. Star heels are as well, too, although the roster of those is uh, expansive right now. So I have a question for uh, everybody in the uh, in the Twitch chat here and uh, listening sure. along at home. All right. Uh, I'm talking to you. Oh. I mean, I can. Did you watch Karrion Cross's uh, main event match? No. I'm not talking to you then. All right. This person here says, Karrion Cross had an absolute horrendous debut on main event if you look at his entrance. It's evidence he is, quote, just another bodybuilder dude without Scarlet. From a business perspective, it doesn't really seem that Vince respects Paul Levesque at all. I wonder how this power struggle ends. This person what? says, after watching Karrion Cross on this week's main event, Adam Cole was 100% spot on about this guy. You take away his entrance, the smoke, and Scarlet, and he is generic wrestler number 16. Wow. Damn. And this person says, I am disgusted after watching the clip of that Karrion Cross entrance on main event. That's exactly why entrances are important, because they can make or break the character of a wrestler. As overdone as the entrance had become on a weekly basis with Scarlet, it's what made him stand out. Without it, he comes off as a generic created wrestler in WWE 2K. Does, it, does he bounce all over the ring and do weird stuff? AKI They're already man. gearing Scarlet up to be Sable to his Mark Merrow. Did oh you guys see God. it? What did everybody think? Oof. Yeah. Well, here's a problem I have with entrances is when the entrance is so big and so overdone that it can take away from the character if you don't have the entire full entrance. And that was a concern of mine with Karrion Cross. I, 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 to me, it's way too overdramatic and it's way ridiculous. And I can see pulling it off on big events in the, the big artistic way that they do it with her out there mouthing the words and him snarling and the lights and all that like entrances are really important but when they become bigger than the competitor that's when you get that pop when they come out and then nothing else you know and nxt and wwe do a wonderful job with those performances they're great but i think it was a little overdone and i think this is the result of it where you don't get the entrance because Scarlet's not there or they chop it down a little bit or something like this. And all of a sudden that this guy who was so good on the Indies when matched up with the right people, whether in PWG or AAA or wherever it was now, all of a sudden this guy is as generic as generic can get. And I don't believe that's the case. I believe he's got more potential there than what he's currently being given credit for by some people, but they got to be really careful with him and who they match him up with. So that's going to be the biggest problem with carrying cross, whether Scarlett's there with him or not. This person says in typical WWE fashion, the way turned babyface without a formal turn because they are feuding with heels higher up on the card. That does happen. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. 
Too bad for Austin Theory. I, and I know this is, I'm sure this is helping him. We know he can act. We know he can talk a little bit. He's got a great look. He's got all of these things. And I just see him, you know, still hamming it up after getting his fingers broken by Pete Dunn or, you know, in that spot. And it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I worry. And it's interesting with him because he's got to be somebody Vince looks at. Whereas there may be some other people on the NXT roster that he just doesn't get that, that Paul can kind of hold down there. Are you going to be able to keep doing that with Austin Theory and keep him away from the WWE main roster? And even if they don't, is what he's doing now really going to be that much worse than what he'd be doing on the main roster if played for laughs, which unfortunately too many people are way too early in their careers? All right, so uh, somebody sent me a tweet here from uh, Punker, and it is the... uh, Carrion Cross entrance on main event. So if you've not seen it, you can go to my Twitter right now at Brian Alvarez and watch it and uh, let us know what you think. And we are going to go to the phones. Hold on now. People, well, he was on the main roster before. That means nothing. How long was Austin Theory? Does anybody remember? Does Vince, if you asked Vince, would he remember that Austin Theory was on the main roster? I seriously doubt it. I remember. No, you don't. Actually, I do. Who'd he face? I thought they brought him up too early, and uh, then they sent him back, and now he's much better. So that was at least an improvement. All right, uh, Honolulu, let's do this. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, all right, shout-out to the Twitch homies. They got two questions. Uh, number one, did you see this uh, article saying this new WWE writer said that they did yes, not Yes, 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 I'll do that next. What's your other question? Quit screaming at me. Uh, do you, oh, you, do you see the tweet about NXT UK where they're rumoring it's B Priestley being Blair Davenport signing a contract? Where what? There's there's rumors on this NXT UK. Some some chick signed a contract. Her name's Blair Davenport, and people are rumoring for it to be B Priestley. And what is this? All right, I want to thank you very much for the call. My God, <laughs> all he does Williams, is yell and, and scream and talk really fast. Don't you hate that, Brian? All right, listen, I'll tell you a story about that in a minute. So, uh, first off, I would not be the least bit surprised if that's B. Priestley. I don't know for sure, but uh, I would not be surprised. So, there you go. As far as uh, his other question, yes, I was going to read this quote earlier. Thank you to Honolulu for reminding me. (laughs) New WWE writer, Kenise Mobley, appeared on the Asian Not Asian podcast and spoke about being hired by WWE. Yes, I have just been hired by WWE. Given the things that you know about me and my entire life and what I'm into, yes, it is surprising. Yes, also a surprise for me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing, and they were like, perfect, come on in. (laughs) This isn't news, okay? This has been like the case for 25 years. They want writers, and you don't have to know wrestling. To write a wrestling show is one of those things where if I told a normal person this, they'd be like, what? WWE, they want wrestling writers, but you don't have to even ever watch or know anything about wrestling. I'd be like, yeah. And you know what? You can also be the lead commentator of the wrestling show and not know anything about wrestling. So it's ridiculous, but uh, that's what they do. And here's another person explaining that, in fact, they got 40 writers and at least a portion of them, maybe all of them for all I know, don't know anything about wrestling. 
and you wonder why it's barely a wrestling show half the time. So anyway, years ago, I think everybody is well aware that uh, I grew up as a huge fan of Art Bell. And the reason that this show even exists, all of this right now, is because I, I was a fan of Art Bell. And I wanted to be a, uh, I wanted to do radio like Art Bell, et cetera, et cetera. So for a long time, I did a podcast called After Dark Radio. And at some point in the mid-2010s, uh, Art Bell came back on Sirius Satellite Radio. And uh, it was a short-lived disaster. And then he decided that he was going to do a live streaming internet show instead. And uh, so he created the Dark Matter Radio Network. And I uh, contacted the guy that did that. And long story short, I moved After Dark Radio to the Dark Matter uh, Broadcasting Network. So they were looking for different hosts and everything like that. Anyway, I did the first show, and apparently Art Bell listened to it. And you know what Art Bell told the man behind the Dark Matter Radio Network about my performance? That guy talks really fast. Wow, that's what I got at Art Bell. That guy talks really fast. So I made a concerted effort to not talk so fast. And uh, now I'm great at my job, and Honolulu is busy talking way too fast. Maybe he can be a, a poor radio host someday as well. That popped you so much, though. Didn't matter that he said you talked fast. I remember that. Popped Actually, what really popped me was when I emailed him when he was going to go to Sirius Satellite Radio, and I said, I'm on Sirius Satellite Radio. I know you were uh, wondering what it was going to be like. If you have any questions, yes. let me know. And he sent an email, and it just read, quote, uh, How is it? So I sent him a long email about how it was. And, yeah, this is my, <laughs> this is my uh, brush with fame. How is it? I actually can probably find. I can probably find the uh, actual email that he sent me. Let's see if I can find it here. By the way, spiritually, that show still exists with our good friend Carl Stern picking yes. up the reins every single Sunday. That show is released and put up at, uh, for subscribers at F4WOnline.com. Carl does an excellent job. You know what else he is? What's that? He's top tier. Yeah, here's what Art wrote to me. He said, thank you so much. It will be a blast to be back. Tell me about XM. How do you like it? Art. It's my brush with fame right there, everybody. Now, did you email him back on the East yeah, Coast I wrote line? Yeah, like, I wrote like 50,000. It was the West of the Rockies. You dummy. I remember. Screwed up your one joke. It's not even screw up my one joke. You're my one joke today, Brian. And uh, yes, by the shirt. way, it is. As this person notes, it's the same advice in wrestling and in radio. Slow down, kid. <laughs> and you don't have to get all your ish in. Okay, you yeah. don't. Well, some of us do, Mike. Well. My problem with Cross is that he is a main roster guy stuck in NXT. On the main roster, he could be decent, but NXT is so work rate oriented that the only character wrestlers stand out, or the that only character wrestlers, that's what he's calling carrying Cross, they stand out that much more. I may not be big on him, like others in the Carrion Cross Club, but he is not terrible. I hope that's not what they call his group, the Carrion Cross Club. That's oh not no! Turn out well. No, no. God no! All Poor right, quickly Carl to the Cox phones. Club. Let me get this guy yeah. on here real quick. You're on the air. What's up? Oh, 
I finally made it. Hello, Brian. Hello, Mike. How are y'all's uh, days going? Shout out to the Twitch homies. Uh, I was going to bring up a point, but I'm more or less beating the clock here, so I guess I would just ask what I was uh, going to ask the first couple of times that I called in. As far as uh, booking state goes for, like, uh, New Japan, uh, the 25th show coming up is the Kota and Shingo title. Do you think yeah. Shingo is going to retain, or do you think uh, Kota is going to take it from him since he didn't really have a long reign in? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. Every now and then I have my finger on, I, I trigger finger on the button right there, but he did a great job. So uh, the thing is with uh, Shingo is Shingo was never going to be, I shouldn't say he was never going to be, but he was not at this point going to be the IWGP heavyweight champion. We had uh, the champion vacate. So I think that whatever they were going to do with Abushi and Osprey is what they're going to do with Shingo. So if Osprey was going to beat uh, Ibushi, that's part of whatever story they're telling, and so Shingo will beat him. And if it's vice versa, Ibushi's going to win. We'll get Mike Sots after the break. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? 
Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800 449 1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Semper on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Mike, any comments on this uh, Shingo question that our main man, kind of our main man, Honolulu asked? You or know, no, it was I the agree. other guy. You know, it was the other guy. I agree with what you were saying uh, about the the plan. You know, we saw that play out with Jay White when he won the title initially and was, was tied into the storyline with Omega. We've seen it several times, but... I don't know. I don't know right now if you've done replanning or they've done some replanning because of the schedule that they have where maybe you would have been right about Osprey, but I think you can go ahead, take the title off Shingo and build up to him getting another shot later on down the line against somebody. And for me personally, I'd put the title back on Ibushi and put everything you can behind him uh, right now. That That's what I would say, although, again, things are so crazy over there in Japan. Who knows what will happen? I want to mention that tonight the Brian and Vinny show returns, and we will be recapping NXT. And because of uh, scheduling issues, the next two weeks, we are moving Granny to Thursday. So if you missed Granny on Tuesday, she's going to be on the show tonight. And we're going to be reviewing, as noted, the NXT show and talking to her about uh, whatever she wants to talk about, which knowing Granny could be anything. We've got 103 degrees in Bothell coming up this weekend, so I'm sure she'll have something to say about that. So that's coming up tonight, and you can watch it live if you were a top-tier subscriber on YouTube. Video.f4wonline.com, the 9.99 tier. Watch it live at 9 Pacific Midnight Eastern tonight. And we will be back here tomorrow with more. Lots to get into. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Thanks, everybody, for listening here today. Mike, as always, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.